Investors take note. President Biden's addiction to economy-killing taxes remains intense. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Having failed to get a slew of destructive taxes enacted when his Build Back Better bill faltered in Congress, President Biden has added again. In his new budget proposal, the White House announced the administration will be pushing a new minimum tax of 20% on households worth more than $100 million. The levy would apply to both incomes and unrealized capital gains on unsold assets and would supposedly raise $360 billion in the next 10 years. Democrat operatives figure, since it would be aimed at the rich, most people would favor it thereby giving endangered Democratic candidates for Congress an issue for the fall elections. It won't work, politically and manifestly, not economically. Most voters will see the idea for what it is, a ploy to get people to overlook the damage inflation is inflicting on consumers and businesses. The tax would destroy capital, that is, money to invest in economic growth and a higher standard of living. What class warriors refuse to acknowledge is that without investments in starting new businesses, expanding existing enterprises, generating productivity, and financing research and development, the economy stagnates, period. Downward mobility becomes the new permanent norm. Opportunities for people to move ahead shrivel. Startups, critical to creating and developing innovations, would be devastated. Contrary to myth, most new companies don't succeed overnight. They typically take several years. Less available capital means stunted growth or even premature, unnecessary failure. Enforcing such attacks would be an administrative nightmare. For example, the White House says it would not apply to illiquid assets. Lawyers are already licking their chops as to what defines liquidity. Since a painting could be sold at auction, does that make it liquid and thus subject to this exaction? The tax would be collected over a nine-year period. Subsequent unrealized gains would have to be paid over five years. If the asset appreciates during that time, the liability would rise. If the asset loses value during a particular year, the tax to be collected would be adjusted. Complexities abound. The levy would also be a disincentive for companies going public, since that would make them easier targets to tax than private companies whose shares are not easily traded. This too would harm the economy. Less money would be available for startups, since early investors wouldn't have so ready an exit to cash out and redeploy money into other promising new entities. Unfortunately, this idea reflects the tax-happy ethos of most of the Democratic Party these days. Bernie Sanders, for instance, is pushing a 95% tax on profits of larger companies that exceed the level of their profits before COVID. The president and his dwindling band of supporters don't get that no country has ever taxed its way to prosperity. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.